0: barakatuh. it 's twelve minutes after the hour of uh, thirty minutes after the hour of twelve i'm your host mishkadaris, looking forward to this uh, day of the program it 's called nurturing wellness and today what we are looking at is um, your fate or your destiny has it all been determined by Allah? And is there absolutely nothing that you can do about it to change that belief, or can we take hold of ourselves and can we take hold of our destiny and determine ourselves where we want to go in life and today um, um, in our program, we welcome your SMSs on 47913. Or alternatively, you're welcome to also give us a call on 21 And online to take us through this topic, inshallah, is Auntie Najmanisa Salamin, who is a life coach and motivational speaker with an Islamic ethos. Auntie Najmanisa, alaikum to you.
1: Wa, 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 barakatuh
0: wa and once again for having me on. And not in studio today, but nonetheless we're still going yeah. to uh, be throwing our energies out to everybody and uh, have them enjoy and learn from the program, inshallah. Yeah. So, Auntie Najmanessa, I think the very important topic um, that we're discussing today, and that would be um, fate or destiny. Mm-hmm. Can you, perhaps from the Islamic perspective, explain to us what does it mean to surrender to the divine will of Allah?
1: Um, the first of all, the, the, the most important thing is we need to understand our, our fitrah, our real purpose within this world. Um, Allah Ta'ala has given us a mind, a body and a soul, which is the spirit, the ruh, the kalb, the heart and the nafs, which is the ego. So from those three points we need to utilize our intellectual intelligence to understand the purpose of the Ruh, the purpose of the heart, the purpose of the self. And during this process, I'm I'm, I'm speaking of of researching and studying it, but also from my own personal experience as being ill, as Mm -hmm. being very, very ill, twice almost in a a sugar coma, a uh, hyperglycemic coma, and having many operations and many illnesses in my my earlier years of my um, childbearing years, as a person would say. And... Changing your 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 yourself, the ego part, in, in in a way that you can be realistic and not egotistic, and you need to be able to be intelligent enough to d- differentiate when you are in whichever space. Only then you can understand what is the purpose of you.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: So Islam is about body, doing rituals, social stuff we do, personal development. Um, we hear about the five pillars of Islam. You know we have to learn the fiqh and the jurisprudence of Islam. But when it comes to Iman, then it's your mind, your knowledge, and your knowing, your faith, your reasoning with yourself, your articulation of your faith, your theology, your philosophy, your, your uh, uh, intelligence about how to reason about something, which is, again, your intellect, your akawak. So, we have four components in the brain, uh, Mishra, mm-hmm. which Allah Tala has given us wonderfully. One side is the emotional side, the EQ side, and one side is the intellectual side. But we need all four components on, on, on a daily basis. As I'm discussing, my body is operating in all four components in, and it circulates in all four. So, I'm, I'm discussing something with you, but I need a memory to be able to discuss. I also need my ego to understand and know myself. And not be egotistic, but to be realistic. So your ego gets used for being comfortable and confident with who you are. Your intellectual side is to intellectualize this discussion that we are having. So everything that comes past you, so if somebody comes to you with knowledge, that doesn't make sense to you. And as we all know, the Prophet in the last sermon on the day of Arafah, one of the things that he mentioned was, if there's no more reason, sound, and logic within a communication of a relationship, um, the, the soundness is gone. You, you can't get through to somebody. We have to understand the capacity of everyone. So, so if you say, my goal, Dal Qadr, is to be poor, so I accept that. And I'm not going to do anything about it to progress in, in, in life. This is just who I am. Mm. But what we do in life causes us to be in certain positions, in certain situations. If we are not helping ourselves, then Allah can't help us. Allah has made us intellectually intelligent enough without saying go to school, without saying um, study for this and for that and the other. Your intellect you're born with naturally. But is it being nurtured from a very young age? As we know today, we find at a later stage, cognitively, there hasn't things happened, motor coordination hasn't happened, this hasn't happened, that hasn't happened. Now, do we, as as parents, educate our children about these kind of anatomies that is in the brain, the mind, the heart, the soul? And do we discuss these things with our children age appropriately as it goes along in the years? No, we don't, because we don't know that. And we're supposed to go and seek the knowledge for everything. Allah says, seek knowledge from the cradle to the grave. I feel. It didn't say specific knowledge. And, 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 and I'm, I'm sad to say I'm one of the parents that are guilty of that because I didn't know any better. But what stopped me from going to find out to know any, to, to know differently? So at the time when you are challenged with illnesses, first of all, Allah gives you an illness. I'm going to give an example of emotionally you're so distorted with what is going around you within your home and the demands of married life, the demands of children, the demands of coping with everything that's going on around you. And suddenly you find yourself that you, you, you're you falling over your own feet, you don't really know how to cope, you've got no time management, you, you don't know how to manage certain things within your daily life. So you find that will... Attack your body already, there's already parking lots which mm. you will park in the side of the brain, which is called the ego, because that is the self, and that is where we store our emotions, and our sad um, hurtful, painful negative emotions get parked in that particular area now the the fuller that area gets from very young already, and sometime in your life, that ovulation will not be able to go through to that through to that self anymore. Any. That's where we find you're talking to somebody and you get across already and many times you find parents speaking to children as if the children must know where the parents are at. Mm. And, it, and and they're not addressing the child age appropriately for where the child is at. I seen parents speaking to a five-year-old, ongoingly telling them to do something or to be something, but it's not age appropriate. Mm. They don't come down to that level and yet the Prophet wa sallam, was a perfect example for us to tell us um, Groom this child age appropriately. He gave us three stages. He gave Fetnalia um, as his grandchildren to be brought up in these three stages, which, of course, is an example for us. And it's never too late to apply this. Even myself, again, I'm going to talk about me. I didn't know these things when I had my children. I can only now kind of... Remind my children or my grandchildren about what is age appropriate, mm. but also not knowing when to step in and when not to step in. Mm.
0: So and N- again,
1: Mishka, it's about seeking knowledge
0: about mm. the self. True. Now, Auntie Najmanisa, something you mentioned there is which is the uh, we have to believe in Al Qadr or the divine decree, um, which is both good and bad. I think the question that we are wanting to discuss today also is where does that Freedom of choosing, um, that freedom of that Allah has given us the intellect to choose between right and wrong, to choose between how I want to live my life, etc., um, instead of just giving up and saying, you know, um, there's nothing that I can do about that. But let's discuss this further when we come back from the ad break, inshallah. Stay tuned. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Welcome back to our program Nurturing Wellness and today we're looking at fate because I think this is extremely important when we make and choose the decisions um, in our lives and how to uh, basically become closer to Allah would be the ultimate end goal. So joining me online Auntie Najmanisa Solomon, the life coach and counsellor with an Islamic ethos as well and uh, Aunty Najmanisa you you gave a beautiful description of it all at the beginning. Could I maybe now just um, use an example for people to maybe understand and what we are trying to to say um seems that we just lost her. we're going to try and call her back inshallah and uh, hopefully she'll be able to um, continue this program with us so basically what we are saying today is we are discussing um the Qadar uh, of allah in other words divine decree, and we're asking the question um is everything predestined for us so are we of the belief that no matter what we choose um It's either it's it's not going to make a difference in our lives. Or it is something that is going to bring us closer to Allah and all roads basically lead to Allah, just to, to try and summarize it, um, for us. So, um, we've got Auntie Najmanisa back online and we're going to uh, continue our discussion. And remember that you're welcome to SMS us. Um, that would be zero two one four four two three five three zero, the telephone number, or you can SMS 47913. So, Auntie Najmanisa, just the example that I would like to use. Let's say, We are getting married and so we're getting married to, um, I don't know, uh, Abdul and um, Abdul is the person that we are with for 10 years and all of a sudden the marriage breaks down and we have now divorced and we're asking ourselves the question, but why? What, is this, uh, what, what have we done in, in life for Allah to punish us? Would be maybe the one question. The other question would be, but um, why did Allah de- uh, uh, decree this for me? What is the purpose of it all? I don't understand. Mm. Um, I, I could have chosen someone else and I would have had a better life, for example. So could Aunty take us through that example? Inshallah. Shukran Mishnah for that question. Um, we need
1: to understand the Kul- Kul- Qadr of Allah very very clearly. When we are pregnant and we're carrying a child in, in, our, in our uterus, we all know that the Ruh only comes in at a, at a certain time, uh, the first time is basically finished, and the Ruh comes in between that time into the child. And then that is the time when a woman carries two hearts and two souls within her body. Now, your Ruh is the, the thing that is going to be returning to Allah, which is the, 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 the spirit. Now, when it enters the the physical body of the child within in, in the mother's uterus, it's supposed to be having all the all the planning for this particular child already. But at the same time, in, the, in, in Allah says to you that you have a choice. Like you said earlier on, if I get married to Abdul and I'm married to Abdul for 10 years, but I find my marriage not working out. Um, I'm not happy, I'm sad, I'm being abused, I'm this and that and the other, and I would like to end this marriage. If this marriage must end, it will end, if it must end. But if it was meant for you not to end this marriage and still to endure this abuse or, or whatever you're going on in life, it will carry on for longer, because that w- would be in your Kaldal Qadr. But if it's in your Kaldal Qadr, that it ends the ten years, The procedure will go through. You will get the hidayah or he'll get the hidayah to do the necessary things to come to that um, uh, ending of that. Asking yourself the question, what have I done wrong? uh, Why am I being punished this way? This and that and the other. is a good time to do retrospection and preparation for the next step you're going to be taking. So is this storm that I'm in a learning experience for me, or can I look beyond the storm? And what is this challenge of the storm teaching me? Is Allah putting pressure on me to find out more about me and to grow me and to develop me so that I can manage me and the situation better? So if I give up on me and I say, I didn't know, I didn't understand I didn't this and I didn't that then you're going to be questionable by Allah for that because the knowledge is very clear cut for us available the Quran hmm. of course and then of course the Sunnah and the Seerah of the Prophet <inaudible> So if you look at the Prophet wa sallam, as a human being that got ill, that had an illness and eventually died his children died his wives died, his children, uh, two daughters got divorced, and remarried. So what does it say to us as the prophet of Allah, you deem as an example for us to understand our Qadr al-Qadr. Now I'm poor for the first, um, I, I don't know what poor is, but <laughs> if it stems as money, mm. financially I'm not. Wow, off me. Mm. Now when does it comes to you, do you understand the niamah of the rizq? It's not what you earn, it's how you spend it. Do you appreciate it? Are you grateful for it? Does, do you think Allah is making the decisions of how you're going to spend it, or do you make the decisions? Do you think Allah is planning on what standard of lifestyle you want to live, or do you plan that? Mm-hmm. So the consequences of your decisions, you must suffer. And take responsibility for that. And not blame Allah for that. Because at the end of the day you had the choice to either live according to your income that you are earning or to live above the income that you are earning. Mm. So you're going to make your life difficult because of your understanding and you fooling yourself only by saying, Oh no, I will be able to manage that. I'm going to push harder, I will <clears throat> earn da 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 whatever. So you stay in this Kind of survival mode, you're constantly keeping your hand up in the water and say, save me, catch me, or whatever the case may be. And that takes an extreme toll on the emotional side of the person, the psychological side of the person, and the physical part of the person. So are you abusing your mind, your body, and your emotions? Which, whatever happens in the mind, whatever you're thinking in the mind, it's going to permeate the body and it will manifest at the most vulnerable area of the body. So you'll find women that go through emotional traumatic things, especially after marriage, sometimes before marriage as well, depending on the upbringing and the environment, mm. they, just shortly after they're married, you find them being, having female problems. Okay and um, that is the woman's most vulnerable area mm. if you find a person that is suffering from asthma it can be treated maybe not cured but it can be treated understanding yourself asthma is people that is in a great need of, of excessive love they need to be loved unconditionally not criticized not rejected not feeling rejected and sometimes parents it's not a way that, they, that the child is feeling that way, but the child has got asthma. If you feed that child with a lot of love and holding and understanding that child and where this short of place comes from, I can't breathe. It's like I cannot survive. I can't breathe. What can I nurture this with? Cuddles, holds, love, not criticism, um, uh, guidance, but not put downs kind of things. Mm-hmm. So, so if we look at the mind... The power of the mind. The power of the mind is so extremely powerful. But do we abuse it, or do we regularly make um, reasonable um, use of it? Mm. Do we feed it with, with with hateful thoughts, with judgmental thoughts, with all sorts of things? If somebody criticizes you, like for instance, um, husband and wife are married for many years, and for all through the years, there's now wear and tear being done onto the wife, she's a little bit fat, she's got cum she's got a couple of operations, her hair's starting to get grey. You, you you look for rumpel and older, you don't look the same. And here you find the husband comes from a different gene and maybe looks, and it can be vice versa as well.
0: Okay. As mm.
1: the, the husband feels he looks good still for his age and his body is still nice and whatever. whatever. So you'll find subtle comments goes over to the... To, and it, it immediately impacts on, on the relationship and on the woman's emotions. But if she's comfortable and confident and understands that she has, you almost like feel you qualify qualified to have that rose and that wrinkles and that grey hair because of your process. ...of your life that you have been going through... ...and you're now like kind of 60-odd... ...going on to 70... ...and just satisfied with that stage when you leave it. ...then those kind of comments won't really harm oh, you. Mm. But okay. if you have a low self-esteem... ...and you feel... ...it depends on what he says to me... ...that makes me feel good... ...it depends what they say to me... ...that makes me feel good... ...and I'm not feeling good within myself as a person... ...then automatically those words will hinder within the mind, it will permeate the body, and it will manifest at certain areas of the body that can cause the body to start developing Ma- minor illnesses first, but then major illnesses.
0: afterwards. afterward. How
1: do you accept those illnesses? How do you think, okay, they say a breast cancer is, is genetic, is genetic. you cannot, um, you get it from your parents, and you're sicker, and heart dinty, and mm. I... So are you not angry because you come from that gene and that's the cause that you have all these illnesses and so on and so on. So you'll find the children that is born later in the parents' lives where these illnesses were developed might even get it before the older children, depending on when they had it in their lives. It can be lots of reasons for why they're having it. But what is that child's lifestyle like? What is that child's self-esteem like? What is that person's attitude towards Allah and and, and my shikra and my purpose and how I need to do things. How do I surrender what is out of my power? And you mentioned the word surrender and the understanding of surrender. Whatever brings you more pain than pleasure, you need to surrender. Because if it's out of your power, for instance, um, you've got children that are married. And they if it's daughters they have husbands. If it's sons they have wives. So the, 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 the daughters so some months of no yo although it's very parent but they still have the the, the, the last say. And where the adult older people need to respect that. As she seen unless I, demica, concern us, you have got all the right to, to, to step it in, in, in a beautiful manner as what the Prophet sallam, yes, yes, yes. would have done with love, with mercy, with uh, uh, tranquility and kind of bring them over to the side. Practicing Islam as, as an external part of a family and not criticizing your family but keep on practicing who you are and socializing with the family can also have a huge impact as what the Prophet sallam, did. He married women... In that was the hierarchies in different tribes with the with intention of that person having influence over their tribe to, to, to convert them to Islam, Islam yeah. and ultimately that must always be our reason for when we talk about Islam or when we want to rectify our children or the people around us or people that is ill if you are ill it is the mercy of Allah because we all sinners and we all Going to get ill sometime or other, and if you are ill, you are closer to Allah than the person that is not ill. So, when we talk about different illnesses, how do we understand different illnesses? Breast cancer, or this cancer, or that cancer, it is wow, they've got cancer. This one had a heart attack, oh, I see you stand for. But if somebody says, you know what, my daughter had a nervous breakdown, (gasps) really? Where is she now? Mm. Nobody will go near that person. Right. As excluding the brain as not a part of the body. Excluding the brain in the sense that the brain can not engage, the brain can not look at it. But the heart can engage, the lungs can engage, the kidneys can engage, the liver can engage, and everything can engage, but the brain can not engage. So once we are fair with our our anatomy, with our body, and we know this is not. This is not liquor food that I'm thinking. This is fear food. This is oh, it and that is the the soundness of any person.
0: Hmm.
1: If I'm ill, am I sound enough to reason about this illness? How do I accept it, and how do how is my attitude towards it? So now you hear children have lupus, they have cancer, they have um, replacements of valves and this yeah. and that. Young children. So you think, oh my word, but these children haven't manifested anything in their bodies yet because they're so young. Says, ooh, that child could have manifested stuff already, was in the stage of the uterus when their mother was carrying that child. Hmm. Already the position that the mother was in on her emotional levels could have already manifested stuff within the child. Saying now that the child has certain weak areas, certain developmental areas that hasn't really developed, it's again that we need to reflect, this is my storm that I'm in. But what can happen when I'm beyond the storm? How do I get out of the storm? Do I look at my physical body, Do I run it down? Do I neglect it? Do I wash it properly? Do I massage it properly? Do I love it enough? Mm. What about my mind? Do I feed it with only negative things? What about my emotions? Do I abuse and ignore the times that I feel emotional or allow myself to break down and to cry and to plead to Allah to help me to get stronger emotionally? Or do I go to the doctor for my emotions? Do I go to the doctor for my mind? Do I go to the doctor for my for my physical part of my body?
0: Yeah. Antinajmanisa, oh, oh, sorry, we've got to go for an ad break as well. This is very really interesting discussion, which I think also, um, you know, people with cancer going through the difficulties that they are facing, um, they find it very difficult to stay positive because at the end of the day, it is something that you choose to do as well. Um, but let's continue the discussion afterward. There is a question that came thing uh, came in Antinajmanisa that says, um, "Is being gay Allah's takdeer, and how do you handle someone in the family that is gay. Is this acceptance or through rejection? We'll be back after this. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. 1242 on voice of the cap and today in nurturing wellness we are discussing fate or destiny within islam i'm your host mishka that is now the um, um earlier discussion that we had with auntie najmanisa talking about illness the sms that came through and remember you can do that you can sms us on 47913 the uh, question is auntie najmanisa is being gay allah's takdeer how do you handle someone in the family that's gay and is the acceptance or through rejection
1: Shukran, um. Misha, that is something that we, we, we really pick up at a very early stage of our child's life already. And are we true to ourselves when we pick that up? Or are we in denial about it, or are we critical towards it? The most important thing is if we do start picking something like that up, we need to be transparent with the child, and we need to make the child aware of the behavior of the child remember, the behavior is what affects us and what we see as labeling the child now as such. So now we need to make this person aware that you do have this tendency and you do have this kind of behavior from time to time. But remember, my boy, you are, uh, uh, Allah only make two types of males and females. So I see this as you have a, a very big battle on your hands. But not only just you, myself as well as your parent. So I see this as your jihad. You know you are a male, you have all the portrayals and the the anatomy of a male, but you have female feelings inside of you. Or you feel attracted to males because there's certain endorphins within your body that's battling with you to steer you in that direction. When we just let them go and we don't address it and we just label them and we kind of go into a, a mode of not observing or validating or the or whatever. Automatically, this gives the child no answers, no no solutions, no um, feelings of I'm being helped or I'm being observed or I'm being noticed for where my problem is, and I'm battling with this. And I can only get through this if someone of my elder or my parents or. Can somebody hold my hand through the Spirit? Are they going to crucify me and punish me on this dunya? As what it is happening today to a large extent. And they then eventually fall in line or they connect to the people that accept them for who they are. And we, a lot of us as parents lose our children in that way. But it is important to not shy away from this child. And not to criticize this child and be ashamed of this child. You need to say it's the same as having a child with an illness or a drug problem or a a, 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 a facial um,
0: deformity
1: deformity Mm. or a cripple or whatever. Mm. We need to say this is still my child. I talk to him every day. I try to guide him. But at the end of the day, this is how much I can do and Allah can do the rest. But all I need him to know is that he is loved and accepted Mm. by us the behavior that he follows is not what we accept.
0: Hmm. Very true, shukran for that advice um, If you would like to get in Any questions or comments you're welcome to do so On 47913 And in the last 10 minutes or so Of the program I would like to discuss Choices because Allah Subhanahu Has put out our degree But like you were saying that we have That intellectual part of us that can choose Right from wrong or in Which direction we want to go in life But how important is it For us to know ourselves, in other words, what we are thinking, what 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 are negative thoughts, what are thoughts that are going to pollute our body, like you mentioned earlier, and choosing not to think like that um, going forward.
1: Shukra, Misha, it's once again you know I do have this self-awareness workshop and very often people are critical towards what they hear in the workshop and what they receive in the workshop or what they um the way the things are being represented to them or told about them at the end of the day the hadith is about when you know yourself you will know your lord now what does that really mean Mishka? Hmm. if you know yourself if you know i'm a short-tempered person i cannot i, I can help it but i'm I, i'm weak I'm, I'm struggling with it then you know yourself as that particular person and you're going to always be aware of it and try to work on that. So that becomes your jihad, as what the gay person has his jihad. If you're a person that is weak in your iman, where sexual acts are concerned, you, you, you crave for those kind of things, you're married, you've got a wife, but you're still having this fantasy thoughts, or you're still craving to watch um, things that you're not supposed to do, so if you stay away from those things and you work on yourself to stay away from the things that you know you are weak in, you're not going to be able to manage that Me, then that is your jihad. If you are a person that is a people pleasing kind of person, you say yes to everybody, you burn out, you run yourself short, you go and you keep on saying yes then that is your jihad that you need to battle with. And that is why I always say, your temperament is your jihad.
0: Mm.
1: If we look at the former daim, Shafi, Hanafi, Hanbali, Maliki, Maliki, Mm. they, they, they were four different schools of thought. They learned from each other, they respected each other, but they criticized each other also. But they didn't fight with one another in the sense that I play no quiet with you for more than three days, or I play for years with you Because just my sister, I she green, what I live in? So I'm not for me after you. Those are not the way to go in life. Where is our tolerance that the Prophet صلى speaks about? Where is our awareness and consciousness of that? Is that person is green and I'm yellow? Hmm. So can I stay in my yellow without having to disrupt the one that is green? But do I know I am yellow? So why am I fighting with the one that's green? Am I happy to be yellow? So why am I fighting with the one that's green? So it comes back to knowing everything about yourself. Your weakness, your strengths, your opportunities and your threats. In the workshop we teach you how to understand your SWOT analysis about yourself on a daily basis. The other thing that we need to take stock of ourselves is to be in the moment, to live for every day. The Prophet also said there's two days that you never worry about it, yesterday and tomorrow. And tomorrow yeah. You plan things, then you say, we say, inshallah, but it's not a, it's not a song, a thing, it's was a word that we say. Mm. The meaning and the essence of it is no longer there, and we can see the consequences within our children. We have grandchildren and children that say, not inshallah now. Mm. Because the I would inshallah,
0: instant gratification.
1: Absolutely. So, are we training the mind, the iman of the mind, the knowingness of the faith, the reasoning with the mind of knowing your iman needs to be built on the articulateness of our faith? Do we harness that part of our iman? Do we look at the theology of the Islam? Who dissects those type of the Look at the philosophers and what they said at that time. Look at the uh, Khalil Jibra, the beautiful sayings they've had. Look at the tasself, origin of themselves and spirituality. Look at the Sufi uh, way of life. They spread everything was love. What was our Nabi, sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which is tonight, Maulud, the 12th of it's oh, Well, it's, 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 it's at a very emotional time for all of us as Muslims. Knowing that there was a child born for more than 1,400 years ago, wow. with peace and love, that came for that purpose, and are we loving that purpose? Yeah. So if we can embrace that Mishka, was in ourselves first. I know I have weaknesses. I have to battle with that weakness. I make sins every day. I swear. I talk about people. I maybe have external relationships. I sit on the internet. I watch things that I'm not supposed to. I sit on my WhatsApp or this. I have cyber relationships. I have cyber sex. I have all sorts of things that I know it is not right. Only you know it is not right. Oh, it's wrong but you also know that is a vulnerable, weak area of yourself. So you need to protect that area, and the best way to protect that area is to stay away from it. Hmm. So as David, you say, you're going to be very upset with your kids, or with your man, or with your wife, or with your wife. And how you, you diet your sicker goes <laughs> up. So hmm. what do you do? You try to meditate. Oh, I so can calm bleh. Day is bad
0: for
1: me. Hmm. And for my health. So it could be a Sunday. And practice
0: makes perfect. Hmm. And I think the most important thing if we can end off Menisa with that is um using the intellect to determine the right from the wrong and by making the mis- oh, wow. the, the 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 correct even if it's mistakes, because by that you learn by as well. Thank you.
1: Absolutely, I think I've learned the most by my mistakes.
0: Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> who? <challenges> that
1: Allah <laughs> <laughs> put me in. But sometimes I think Allah didn't put me in it, I put myself in it. Because of the state of emotional state that I was in. <laughs> so now I've made those choices, so I need to bear the consequences. But what am I taking out of that? And what of that brings me closer to Allah? How truthful am I with myself? Or am I lying to me first and into the world? Who am I fooling? I'm the biggest fool of all fools. The minute you judge someone else, you are judging yourself. yourself. You either think you are better, mm. you are worse, or you are bigger, or you are smaller, before you actually pass my, my judgmental to the, to the next person. Right. So if we can take this out, of our, out, out out of our minds as being judgmental, and be forgiving. Forgive people for their humanness. Give yourself for your humanness. And you'll find closure on every little thing. Your authenticness that you are, your deep-down original part of who you are, your authenticity, your deep-down cellular core level of who you are will resurface. If you're patient and you're disciplined with yourself, discipline comes from you first Mm. before you can apply to anyone. And you know what brings that through, Ms. Mishka? Is gratitude for small things.
0: Oh, yes. Thanking Allah for having a roof over our heads, having a bed, etc. An
1: unconditional love.
0: Hmm. Wonderful, and and international, Lisa. In
1: a society where there's a lot of needs, people have needs, different types of needs, and it gets sustained in different kinds of ways. But inshallah, may Allah guide myself. Like family and everybody else
0: that are listening here to today, inshallah. I mean, inshallah. Shukran so much for that. Next week, we are um, very excited to be starting a series of programs with yourself. And we're going to have a surprise guest in studio. not going to let them know who it is yet. Uh, but next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, please tune in from 12 till 1 o'clock as we nurture wellness. And when we say nurturing wellness, we mean mind, body and soul. And I've realized that if you've just worked on one, the others come right automatically as well. So... Look forward to that. Shukran so much for your time, Antinaj Munisa. And all the best for you and enjoy the day, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. And of course, all our podcasts are also available on vocfm.io.fm. You can click on the general channel and you'll find all the audio there. Until we chat again next week, Monday at 12 pm. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.